0: Hi, I'm Teresa. And I'm Ben. And we are the, the Hindsight, hindsight Hikers. Hikers. This is a podcast where we talk about our trips and travels, the highs and lows, and everything in between.
1: We also talk about our coulda, shoulda, woulda moments in hopes to help you hike with hindsight in mind. We've got a fun one today.
0: Yeah, this is one of my favorite things that we've ever stumbled upon.
1: And really kind of early in the our travel days.
0: Yeah, yeah. So today we're going to be talking about a lot of different things, but uh, we're focusing on the region of South Utah and Northern Arizona, kind of in that sweet spot by Lake Powell.
1: Teresa had been planning our Southern Utah trip for a while, um, and it is just a planner's paradise. There are yeah. so many national parks to hit right in this area there's so many cool spots um and it seemed like every day we just were adding on more spots even the grand canyon is relatively close to this area right um so I actually wanted to give a shout out to um this awesome couple uh and they they go by the name expedition happiness
0: yeah they had a netflix special where they took their van and their bus. their bus and they went from Alaska and they were going to go all the way down to Chile and so in this trip they did a short little scene from Antelope Canyon which we had never heard of or seen before but the that. instant
1: we saw it we were like add that like, to what the is that place <laughs> we need to stop I want to go there
0: so we looked it up and we researched it a little bit um it's kind of a confusing system. You have to pay to take a tour. There's a lot of different tour companies that you can do these tours through. Some of them are more elaborate, which makes it more expensive. Um, The one that we chose to do was called Kins Tour, and we did the lower Antelope Canyon. There's also an upper, which I've heard is equally beautiful. But in the lower, they have different spots which are famous for like the microsoft wave which is a known picture for the background of like all microsoft things um so that was kind of cool to that was one of the reasons why we picked lower antelope canyon
1: yeah and even just to give you a picture of because i had never heard the term slot canyon before and then in planning this trip teresa said it so many times like we're gonna go to this slot canyon and this and that uh, and so what it is, like if you think of, you're just looking at the surface of the land and there's this little crack. Um, but then you climb into that crack and there's a whole nother world. Um, so Antelope Canyon, I think, was like 100 feet deep or something. And it opened up pretty wide inside this crack. And so the reason that you needed to go on a tour was because in years past, these, these slot canyons fill up with water. And that's kind of how they're made. Um but so there were kind of some situations that arose and people got in trouble when they were hiking with the flash flood. And so the the tour is designed to keep you safe. Yeah. Um, but
0: it's very popular and so it books out in advance. So we had to schedule our appointment. Um I think we did it about a week and a half.
1: Yeah, wasn't wasn't far in out.
0: advance and it cost around $40. Now, like I said before, there's more expensive tours that you can do. um, But the one that we found was $40 a piece. But it was so cool. Like I would do it again in a heartbeat. It it, it was just like every time you looked up, you were looking at this insane orange wall canyon. Orange,
1: purple, yellow, all the the colors. The
0: pictures that we got from it were incredible and I remember like our tour guide was super nice super cool and they were like oh here give us your phone like let's take a picture of you and so they put us in this specific spot and took our picture and I went back and looked at the phone and I was like what yeah that is such a cool picture so the the guides are super cool we really enjoyed the company that we went through
1: If it was a national park, it'd be top five, I think. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It was so cool. It was awesome. So uh, this is kind of where we started our trip. And then it's right outside of Page, Arizona, which happens to be on Lake Powell, which is an amazing, um, it's a lake, but it it stems from the Colorado River. And there's a lot of really cool boat tours you can go on, um, wakeboarding, (laughs) like uh, kayaking, anything you can think of. It happens on Lake Powell.
0: This is also where Horseshoe Bend is. It's in Page, Arizona, so it's really only a couple miles from um, Antelope Canyon.
1: We did some cliff jumping into Lake Powell. Yes, it was, it was very cold. Very cold, <laughs> but it was so worth it. It was cool.
0: Um, so from here, and this trip was mostly focused on national parks, but the really cool thing about Utah is... Everything is amazing. Is awesome. Not just Everything the national parks. Awesome. Like their state parks.
1: <laughs> yeah, are
0: awesome. And even just there, there's a lot of different like nat natural preserves and national monuments, stuff like that.
1: And a ton of BLM land. Yes, free all camping all
0: over the place. All over the place. Uh,
1: we stayed right outside of Page in one of these places, and the sunset was amazing it was on the rocks. Um, but then <laughs> we were like just so awestruck, and all of a sudden it was dark out, and we didn't have our tent up, and we tried to center tent up and we realized that it wasn't on dirt it was on rock
0: and it was all rock, and it
1: was windy so we couldn't like pound the stakes in because it was just rock <laughs>
0: and we had never done this before so yeah. we were like what do you do Total if you newbies. can't <laughs> if you can't pound your stakes in how do you sleep in a tent yeah, in
1: hindsight i guess we should have. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we had to do a little research and there's some there's some tricks you can do like tying rocks to strings Instead of pounding in the stakes, and so we did that, and it worked out fine.
1: (laughs) Yeah, also spent a couple nights just in the car because we didn't want to mess with it.
0: So from there, we went on to hit Zion.
1: Zion.
0: Woo! And then after Zion, we hit Bryce Canyon, which is also an amazing national park. The hoodoos. They got some cool hoodoos there. Uh, And from Bryce, we went over to the Grand Staircase of Escalante, and this is. A A national national monument. Um, This whole area of the Grand Staircase of Escalante is just like sprinkled with these awesome little hidden gems. Way, way less populated than the national parks are. So I don't
1: have the exact square footage of the area or acreage, um, but looking out on the map, the area of the Grand Staircase of Escalante is bigger than Rhode Island. Like it's just a massive amount of land.
0: Yeah, and... Uh, they have a visitor center. So in Escalante, the town, we stopped and got some maps and um, just talked to the rangers a little bit of what the best things to do in the area are. And one of the things that we found were two different slot canyons called Spooky Gulch and Peekaboo Canyon. Yeah, so... Those two slot canyons are right next to each other, but to get to them, you have to go down this gravel road, which took a while.
1: The name of it is BLM 200. In case you, are <laughs> <laughs> it was the longest stretch of gravel we've ever done.
0: Cause it's it's really it's full of roots, so you have to like drive really slow. So it took us a couple hours to drive down this road, even though oh, it was probably only like 20 miles long. But it took us a couple hours to get down there. And then once you get there, there's not like marked trails. There is a parking lot and there'll usually be other cars in the parking lot.
1: So there's not actual marked trails, but they do have these rock piles, which are called Karens. Karen! I I think I'm seeing that right. (laughs) Um, But so it brought on a whole new sense of adventure because it wasn't like... Every turn was marked out for us. We're following this tiny little topographical map that they gave us at the visitor center and these rock formations. And it just felt like it was us in the wilderness.
0: Yeah. And it was in a long hike. It was probably only like a mile. And then we like got back there and it was so cool. Now these slot canyons were not in the ground like Antelope Canyon was. They were actually above the ground. Which was pretty cool. So the entrance to get into peekaboo, there was actually like a 10 foot uh, rock face that you had to climb over in order to get into the slot canyon, which was really fun. So you kind of had to do this like, you know, jumping back and forth and grabbing rocks and pulling yourself up type of deal to Mm -hmm. get up there. Uh, but once you got up there, then you were kind of squeezed into this the middle of these <laughs> giant orange rocks.
1: Not the place to be if you're claustrophobic.
0: Yes, yes, very claustrophobic.
1: But we did find once we got to the end of it that there was another entrance. So if you didn't want to scramble up the rocks, you could still walk around the backside and walk in.
0: So when you get back here, there's uh, Peekaboo Canyon, which is a little more difficult to get into. But then there's Spooky Canyon, which is easier to get into, but you can't go as far back because it gets so tight.
1: Yeah, it narrows extremely quickly. Um, I don't
0: remember the dimension, but it was something like 10 inches apart. Well,
1: I had I had a backpack on and I couldn't fit sideways through the crack with my backpack on. Yeah. I had to take that off.
0: Yeah, and there's um, a point where you were like squeezing so tightly in between this canyon that your arms would start getting scratched up by the rocks.
1: <laughs> it was pretty And crazy. you would
0: look at the wall and there's just blood like smeared Not- <laughs> all over the wall because when people would squeeze through, they would cut.
1: Yeah, it sounds a little graphic, but...
0: <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. There was blood on the walls. That's why they call it Spooky Canyon. Uh-huh. <laughs> This one
1: was neat because the floor would kind of drop out from underneath you and you were just kind of suspending yourself between the two cracks or it would, uh, you'd have to kind of climb up over some boulders and you could make it all the way through. It was just extremely narrow. It was really tight. Extremely narrow. So
0: the path that we actually took was we started in Peekaboo Canyon and then we climbed all the way through it, got to the back end and then connected to the back end of spooky canyon because they're that close to each other and then we walked backwards to the front of spooky canyon right. really cool there was barely anyone else there Yeah, mm-hmm. opposed to at antelope canyon we were like in this group and really packed in with people where you know anytime you wanted to take a picture there seemed to be someone in your shot but at these slot canyons because it's kind of so remote there was no one else there so it was really cool mm-hmm. Really just yeah. like an insane geological yeah. thing that I didn't even know existed.
1: And even if you didn't want to like venture into the spooky canyon, it was still a cool area to explore, a cool area to see. Um, and those were just two of the, the canyons that we did. Uh, there were canyons all over the place and natural bridges. Um, and I believe you could have we could have kept going south on that road and it would have taken us all the way to um, Lake Powell. Yeah. Like an old wagon road or something. Yeah, Um,
0: it just would take a very long time because of how slow you have to drive on the gravel Mm -hmm. road. But all the land around the road was BLM Bureau of Land Management. So you could camp for free. Mm -hmm. So that's what we ended up doing. We drove a couple hours in and then we did these hikes. And then we just pulled off, and they have designated camping sites. Yeah, right
1: underneath a nice oak tree.
0: And there was like
1: cows. Fire pits there. Walking
0: anything. around. So uh, we like set up our tent, and we could hear these cows mooing <laughs> by us. And it was really cool, just in the middle of yeah, nowhere, yeah. no one else around.
1: So the next morning, we woke up and tried to do one other canyon, um, which had the coolest name. It was Zebra. Yeah. Zebra Slot Canyon. Um, and this one was even less marked than the previous two. Um, and it was a longer hike. It was like yeah. a mile and a half in. And the directions were like walk in until you hit the, the washout <laughs> waterbed and then head south for 500 meters. And then at that point, you'll you'll kind of see this tree line. Like they were kind of not <laughs> good instructions. We were like, so
0: is this considered a dry up dried up waterbed? Yeah. I don't know what that is. And how far is 500 meters? <laughs> how do we know when we've hit
1: and that? Where's the washout? And and there were, you know, random steers that we'd walk past. Yeah. Um, a lot of trails going off that were worn down. And I don't know if they were animal trails or people trails or maybe both. But so that was kind of confusing because we'd be like, no, this is the trail. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, there's a trail over there. <laughs> Eventually we did find the Slot we did. Canyon. Yes. But the entrance of it had like a foot of water and there was no really way around the water and we definitely could have just walked through the water but uh we decided to go up on top and try and try and look in from the top which was really cool and we kinda walked around. We were trying to see if there was a back entrance, which we didn't really find, but um Mm -hmm. even just the view from on top was cool and there was another little gulch close to it that we took some rocks and brought those home as souvenirs. Yeah,
1: I remember kind of thinking back to the Spooky Canyon we saw the day before and remembering how the floor dropped out on that and just being a little anxious of like, we don't know what we're stepping on. It's probably not a good idea. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Yeah. so that was a cool area. It, It did look like a zebra in a lot of spots where there was this red rock, but then it would have stripes of white rock going through it and really pretty. So after Zebra Canyon, um, we drove back out that gravel road and we headed north towards Lower Calf Creek Falls, which was a hike that we had previously looked up. And this hike was more populated. Mm -hmm. I remember it was hard to even find a parking spot when we got there, and we probably got there around like noon. And you had to pay to park in the parking lot, but it wasn't a lot. It was like, $5 or $10, something like that. And so uh, we started this hike. It was a longer hike. It was Mm -hmm. probably like six miles round trip.
1: Yeah, out and back.
0: But it was really beautiful. It was mostly a flat hike. You weren't gaining any elevation, which was nice on our knees because we had just hiked in Zion a couple days before, which really took a toll on our knees. Uh, And we hiked about three miles back, and you're kind of following this canyon wall and then at the end it rounds out to this beautiful waterfall.
1: So after that hike we continued our road trip up and we the road will take you right to Capitol Reef National Park.
0: Yeah so if you are doing I know it's a really popular thing to try and hit all of Utah's national parks Uh, you're gonna go right through Escalante. So if you're Planning in that. Make sure that you look into all the cool things. I mean, we only did a couple, but there's some other really cool hikes in that area. And if you have the time to go down that gravel road for longer, I'm sure it just gets more and more remote where you would be all by yourself doing these really awesome hikes. So mm-hmm. uh, keep Emailing us. I know in another episode we gave a shout out to our email. It's just hindsighthikers at gmail.com. We've gotten a couple of response and it's really fun to hear about what you guys are doing. So feel free to email us. Also, if you're on Instagram, we're on there at hindsight hikers. Um, that's the handle. Yeah. Super easy to remember. But yeah, hit us up. We love connecting with you guys.
1: Happy summer, everyone. Happy the summer. Weather is nice. Get out there. Go explore.
0: We'll see you next time.
1: And keep on hiking.